Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart store. And this is a stat that was thrown around so often because it's just so impressive, right? Welcome back to Soft. Joining me once again is Harry Wolanski, and we're talking about selling on Walmart. Harry used to sell on Walmart as an e-commerce merchant, and he was also a category specialist on the sporting goods team over at Jet.com and Walmart.com. As an online seller himself, he's become a Walmart e-com expert and now helps brands and sellers grow using Skew Ninja, software that makes it easy to optimize your listings for walmart.com. Harry, welcome back to Pitstop. Thanks so much again for having me, Lucas. So let's jump into it because I'm looking at some of the stats we'll, we'll uncover over the next few minutes and some of these are just really blowing my mind but you've listed what it comes down to for Walmart to compete and for sellers to compete against Amazon is the three things, delivery, membership, and brick and mortar. I'll just turn it over to you because you know so much more about this than me. I can keep up with the conversation, but that's why we bring on experts like you onto the show. So let's talk into delivery. And if there's anything else that you want to add, I'll turn it over to you. It really is interesting when you think about, you know, it's impressive that Walmart even is the number two e-commerce platform right now, right? For how late they started investing in, in e-commerce. When I think about like what could Walmart do to really compete or beat Amazon in the long term, I really think it comes down to delivery, membership, and brick and mortar. So what I mean by delivery is that you know consumers want their goods in 30 minutes. <laughs> and I think over time, delivery speed is really going to be key to, to winning consumers and gaining conversion on your items. So on that note, you know, Amazon has over 110 active FBA fulfillment centers in the USA, whereas Walmart fulfillment service, I think only has 20 thus far. So although Walmart's leveraging its brick and mortar presence, it's capacity and bandwidth for two-day delivery is a lot smaller than Amazon. So I think that delivery, if they can, if Walmart can turn their stores into micro-fulfillment centers in the future, I think, you know, it'll it'll play out very well for them. Logistically, that's going to be a lot tougher, though, because Amazon has such, uh, you know, tech-enabled fulfillment centers, whereas Walmart's still catching up in terms of bringing in the robots and the, and the tech to really make things efficient in their warehouses. Mm -hmm. And really based on the, the number of locations, it's almost like Amazon has such a huge footprint to compete against Walmart. They just don't waste time with the call it the front of house side of things where, where customers can come in and, and browse and, and look around they're, they're trying to and decentralize that a little bit. I saw something on, on Twitter, the Amazon four star store, which is all their products that are four stars and up. And so people can kind of show them a little bit, but it's still nothing compared to Walmart. Amazon's strength is really in how their footprint of fulfillment centers, both in the U.S. and around the world as well. Yeah. And even with the, the amount of 
square feet that they have in all their warehouses, it's still not enough. I mean, plenty of Amazon sellers right now are experiencing decreases in their bandwidth and what they're able to send in for FBA. So I think this is a this is something that's probably only gonna only gonna get worse over time in terms of how much inventory you're able to send to FBA. It used to be a land grab, and right now it's it's definitely decreasing for a lot of sellers. So, you know, when it comes to Walmart, I always encourage sellers and my clients to get into WFS so they could take advantage of the the fast shipping. No, absolutely. I think that's really really interesting. If if you can get in. But what about membership? I think everyone has an Amazon Prime membership, both for watching content because Amazon's doing something really well there, which is kind of making it easy to rent movies and whatnot, but also because they were they were the first. What does that Amazon Prime look like versus Walmart Plus? Yeah, that's a great question. So Prime has over 100 million members. So if Amazon you know, stopped selling it, any items and just focus on their prime benefits, I'm sure they'd still have a thriving business. You know, there's so many more benefits that come with prime versus Walmart plus Walmart has played around with membership programs in the past. Uh, you know, at jet.com, there was a thing called jet black, which was going to be like this luxury uh, membership for, for upper class, you know, New York city residents who want first class delivery and handholding through, you know, their experience. That didn't work out so well, so I think they've tried different angles with membership programs. You know, right now, Walmart Plus, they recently revamped, has around 8 million members. The benefits are things like free shipping on any order, uh, free delivery from stores. And I think where, you know, if I was the CEO of Walmart, what I would do is probably just really focus on grocery. I think that's the category where, you know, there could be an opportunity to be Amazon in a, in a membership sense. No, I think that that's smart. And I think that that's grocery. I feel even with Whole Foods, people still don't really trust Amazon for grocery that much. Like some things, shelf products, but not their, it's not their regular grocery store versus Walmart or Asda in the UK. And it's a, a grocery hub. And, you know, when we look at Walmart, some of the largest categories are uh, food and fresh. So I really think that that's, that's the area where they can have a competitive advantage and really leverage their, their brick and mortar presence, which of course is the third pillar of uh, competing against Amazon. And this stat, which you're about to say, just blows, blows my mind. So this stat is on the brick and mortar pillar. You know, brick and mortar retail is still very much alive. You know, Walmart is obviously the, the leader in that space. So 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart store. And this is a, a stat that was thrown around so often in the, the Jet and Walmart e-com days because it's just, it's so impressive, right? And it's something that, you know, if Walmart turns their stores into micro-fulfillment centers and really does a good job of, of, you know, getting items that sell well in certain locations, you know, that's a massive competitive advantage over Amazon. And when it comes to like their stores, you know, Walmart is really trying to create a digital shopping experience. So they're redesigning over a thousand stores to improve the shopping experience, make it more tech, uh, digitally enabled is what they're calling it. But I remember seeing some videos you know, that Walmart rolled out kind of showing what the future of Walmart stores would look like. And 
it's a lot different than what you see now in a Walmart store. One last thing that uh, I just wanted to dig into a little bit is Walmart is redesigning over a thousand stores to improve their, their shopping experience just with more tech digitally enabled shopping experiences. What do you think that looks like? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I think in the video that Walmart rolled out that we saw when I was back at jet was like, you walk up into the sporting goods aisle and there's a hologram of LeBron, like showing you like which basketball you should get and like talking to you about like the brands. And I know that was kind of just an example to get everyone excited, but I really think that the digital experience is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. There's been talk about, you know, using smart glasses to go down aisles and, you know, being able to see, you know, look at an item and like see what this would look like in your home. I think the technology side is really going to be interesting. I mean, the tech is here now where we just saw Facebook and Ray-Ban introducing their glasses. It could easily be knowing that you stop to look at this product for a little bit longer. Let's show some retargeting ads to that now. Exactly. Exactly. So from the advertising side, it's going to be almost uh, freaky with what they're going to do with the data. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But I think there's still, I think we're still a long ways away from that becoming pretty, pretty mainstream. It's easy to think of how ingrained we've been in e-commerce and realistically it's still, still early, early days, even though it feels like an eternity ago that Jeff Bezos was driving his little Toyota Corolla or whatever his little car was using a door as a desk. You always see the, how it started versus how it's going memes, but Exactly. And I think if you just look at overall trends, like they're thinking of like, how can we turn these Walmart stores, you know, five years down the line when more people are shopping online, like how do we make this an experience where people want to come to the stores because it's like fun. It's a great experience. So viewing it from that lens is probably what's going to help keep people going to the stores. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I think that that is a great place to wrap up. We could talk about Walmart and ghost kitchens, etc. But if you want that, go listen to my other podcast rolled up where I dig into that with a seller on Uber Eats, which is another marketplace just like Amazon or Walmart. If you want to learn a little bit more, if you want to chat with Harry, just search Harry Wolanski White Spider, Harry Wolanski Walmart. His contact info should come up. But if you do want to go check it out, it's White Spider with a Y. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure if you found this episode useful, send Harry a little thank you and make sure you are back tomorrow where we will be talking about large brands versus small brands and how they can sell on Walmart. Delivering Amazon-like speed to customers. That's what TB12 wanted when they went with ShipBob, and that's what they got. In addition to 25% cost savings since switching 3PLs to ShipBob, if the GOAT Tom Brady trusts ShipBob with his company, you should too head to ShipBob.com, get a quote, see how much you could be saving while also growing your business. 
Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today. 